Welcome to No Time to Waste, the podcast that inspires and motivates us to maximize our moments. I'm your host, Allison Haddon. I'm battling terminal cancer, but I'm focused on living my best life as my best self every day. Join me as I chat with resilient adventurers, seekers, trailblazers, and exceptionally good humans as we explore what it means to live fully, because there's no time to waste for all of us. FYI, this episode was originally recorded on Instagram Live because I never intended to make a real grown-up podcast like this. If the audio isn't ideal, I promise the new episodes coming soon will be better, so hang tight. What's happening on today's show? Great. Thank you. I'm glad you hear me. We've got a personal update from me. Um, I'm going to be then welcoming Zach Yarbrough, who is just freaking fantastic, and I can't wait to introduce him to you. Um, and then uh, we're going to talk about a sweet giveaway that we're doing today, sponsored by Zach and uh, Pelagic, which is super exciting. Um, I'm going to talk about Friday's show, regular time slot, who I'm interviewing, what we're giving away, and what's going to be happening, because it's going to be great. Um, and then I'm going to talk about a new later time for the show, which is going to happen uh, starting Friday, August 28th. And we're going to be kicking off a later hour uh, on Fridays. And it's I'm going to share with you at the end of today um, the giveaway and what's going to be happening, um, not this Friday, but next Friday, because <laughs> I think it's going to be pretty kick-ass. Um, all right. So, uh, personal update from me, quickly. Uh, as you guys have probably read, and I did get a lot of feedback, um, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a roller coaster of emotions um, the last couple days specifically. And uh, it's been everything from rage, uh, which I wrote a blog post about, um, to sadness and lots of tears. Today was a tears day. I was at chemo and Basically, uh, every nurse that like asked questions about how long I'm going to be in Keno, why don't I have a port, um, you know, just like treatment-related stuff, I just like would burst into tears. So that was that was pleasant. Um, and yeah, um, I am just trying to stay busy, and I'm trying to let myself have my feelings. Um, but the reality is, is um, it's a pretty uh, raw deal. I am kind of just generally annoyed at everyone in the universe, everyone that exists, which is not really fair. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm trying not to, not to let my sad or rageful juju spill out um, onto everybody that I interact with. So um, kind of sequestering myself to the couch like I did this afternoon is probably a good call. Um, tomorrow I get port surgery, which is basically instead of having to prick me 800 times, um, I have a port that will get installed tomorrow in outpatient surgery. Um, I have had it before. It's not crazy. It doesn't hurt. It's sore after, but it's not a big deal. The part I'm most pissed about <laughs> is the fact that I can't eat um, no food or drink for eight hours before my surgery. Um, I have to check in at 1130 and it starts at one. So anyway, not really looking forward to tomorrow, um, mainly because it's not the not eating. It's not the annoyance of the fact that I have to have somebody pick me up because it's a surgery. Uh, it's just the basically the acceptance that uh, I'm back in treatment. And now I am faced with the reality that I am hoping the chemo works. And as I was told this morning, if the chemo works, we see in three months that the first scan shows that the 
all the cancer in my chest, the lymph nodes are not as swollen, it's awesome. And we keep going with the chemo. So now I'm in this weird backwards situation where I want, like, I hope I'm on chemo for a long time because it means I get to live. So that's effed up because usually when you enter chemo, you're like, okay, how many more do I have to go? What's the next, what's the finish line? And like, I'm in a no finish line situation. So still feels surreal, still makes me want to cry when it feels real. Um, and uh, yeah, so we have more people that have joined. Uh, I'll talk about my stuff later or not because uh, it's depressing and I'm, I'm being a buzzkill. Um, but yeah, so without further ado, um, I believe, I'm assuming, um, let's see, I know that Zach is here. Uh, well, I have not seen him on here yet. Zach, if you are on here, um, I have, somebody has sent a request to, there we go. There we go. All right, so I'm gonna bring on this guy. So before I bring Zach on, I'm gonna bring him on in one second. So um, I was introduced to this guy by one of my best friends um, that uh, I've known since my, my active.com days in my early 20s. Um, she introduced me to this guy and just basically showed me his Instagram uh, when I first got diagnosed. And she was like, dude, you, this guy I went to college with, um, he played football, he was an incredible football player, all ACC, played at UVA, um, was this big burly guy nicknamed Yeti, and he got diagnosed with uh, stage three male breast cancer. Um, and uh, she's like, but you should check him out because his spirit is incredible. He is super grateful, super optimistic, has just been like really transparent about his journey. And I dug into his page and I see this burly guy with this crazy beard and um, he is freaking on boats on the water all the time and he's talking about fishing and loving life and he's talking about how much gratitude he has for the people that um, helped him with treatment uh, there in Florida where he lives and um, he just he's like everything that no time to waste is about and I know I say that no time to waste is not about just like people overcoming cancer because um, that's a buzzkill uh, it's about people like loving life and it's about going out and doing the things that bring you joy and being grateful and focusing on people and human connection and, and joy. And this guy, Zach, is all those things. So we've only talked a little bit. I'm excited to bring him on right now so that we can talk live and I can ask him the questions that I haven't been able to ask him yet. Um, so without further ado, I'm gonna bring him on uh, and we're gonna talk. So he should be on in one second. Um, he and I were just talking on the phone. I'm super, oh, there he is. <laughs> hey, thanks for the introduction. That was way too much, but I appreciate no, it. Oh, please. I feel like it's, you know, I feel like it's, I would put money on the fact that anybody that knows you well would be like, yeah, totally nailed it. That's totally him. If not, you're playing like a, a real, you've got a real strong Instagram game of a fake storyline and a fake persona. <laughs> um, so thank you for joining. So what you and I haven't talked about, like, um, you know, you are this huge guy, this big burly guy, this like self-described, you know, outdoorsman, and you get diagnosed with breast cancer. What, when did that happen? And like, what was that like to get that kind of news when, if you're like me, like you probably have spent most of your life feeling physically invincible as an athlete? Yeah, it was, it was a crazy journey. 
um, yeah, being an athlete, you know, most of my life growing up, you know, feeling healthy and stuff like that. And then uh, it was early last spring, 2019. Um, I was doing something outside or I was in the shower. I can't really recall, but I kind of felt a little lump behind my nipple. And I just thought that was a little odd. And, uh, you know, being a male, not knowing much about breast cancer at all in men, you know, I just kind of disregarded it, thought it was a little cyst or something. And uh, being with my lifestyle and in the marketing business and fishing and outdoors, doing a lot of traveling, you know, I just kind of put it on the back burner for a little bit and just, you know, kept moving along. And, you know, over time, four or five months, it kept growing and getting a little bigger. So finally, it got to the point where, you know, I was like, I got to go in and get this checked out. And uh, so I went into my normal family practitioner and um, he looked at it and I immediately kind of saw his expression and, you know, knew it didn't look positive. And so immediately we shot over to the hospital across the street and got a mammogram done and, you know, same results there. And then after that, lined up into a biopsy and then ended up having a radical mastectomy of, you know, my left breast uh, a week later. So it was all kind of rapid really quickly after I was diagnosed and um, and just kind of went from there. Got it. And like going through, I mean, I remember when I was diagnosed and yeah, when everything happened really fast, right? Because it was just like, it's like a series of news and then decisions and then, you know, uh, like for me, I had to start chemo right away. And like everything was, it was crazy. I was just in the washing machine of like, whose life is this? Like, what is happening? I just went for a 10 mile run. Like, what? what and we didn't catch it early for me it was like how what were you what were your feelings going through that that period did it feel real no it was uh it actually still doesn't feel real a lot of the time um you know this past year really seems like a blur and the day i was diagnosed um july 11th you know i mean sorry uh yeah july 11 2019 you know it was I kind of knew that day I had to make a decision and, uh, you know, you can either lay down and be a victim of it or you can kind of draw a line in the sand right there and, you know, kind of fight back and, you know, change your life and, you know, hopefully make a positive difference in the world. And, and that day, my attitude, you know, kind of changed. I've always been a real positive person in life and, you know, love being outdoors and living and stuff like that. But unfortunately it's a day like that, that really makes you appreciate the small things and little things in life. Totally. Um, where do you think, you know, I can make some guesses based on your background, but that sounds like you've always been somebody that's been pretty optimistic and positive. Um, where do you think the sort of that, that grit and resilience, right? That, that like you push me seven times, I will get up eight, you know, not everybody has that. And the desire to not be a victim in this, to, to kind of keep your, keep it your power. Where do you think, where do you think that mindset came from? Because as I've learned in the last two years, meeting a lot of other cancer survivors or cancer patients, like I would say based on my experience, like that's not the norm. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it was an athletic background, you know, growing up, you know, having those days where you go out of practice and you get beat up and you don't want to be there and, you know, it's a rough day. And then you have those days where you play a game and you get your face rubbed in the dirt. And then, yeah. you know, you just kind of get up and respond again and, you know, keep going back after it. And, uh, you know, I was, I've never been a boxer or anything like that, but I kind of think about the fight 
you know, kind of being like a boxer, you know, between rounds, you know, you got to go out every round. Um, you win some, you lose some, you know, you get knocked down some, but yeah. you know, you just got to get back up, go back to your corner, regroup, and then come back out and get ready to fight again. What do you do? And again, I'm loving the show because I basically get to like cherry pick people that to me, I'm like, I want what they have. Um, give me some of your juju on those days because you're human, right? On those days, like I had one of them today where you just, it either sinks in or you don't get the news you wanted early. And is there anything you do, be it faith, religion, sports, people, like when you're like not having a good day, what do, where do you go to, to like basically get ready to fight again? How do you refuel? Yeah, I'm a, you know, I'm a big believer in, you know, attitude and, you know, is everything in life. And I just try to clear my mind as quick as I can and focus it on something else, get busy, um, you know, get out in the woods and just, you know, kind of just take a couple minutes just to look around and reflect, you know, take a couple deep breaths, you know, think about, you know, all the positive things that I have going on in life you know, rather than the negative things at that point. And then it's amazing once you start thinking about that, you know, even after a couple minutes and, you know, how how fast your mind can switch and, you know, um, how your attitude can change. And, you know, I, I just, it's a crazy world we live in these days and there's so much negativity going around and, you know, just, you know, with everything. So it's just, we just need more positivity. We need more good people in this world. Just, you know, just. Yeah. So question. And again, you already seem like you're like 10 times the human being that I am um, in terms of your mindset. Uh, have you found in the last year since you've been through everything? Um, do you ever find yourself listening to people or seeing people on social media or running into people and they just are bitching about crap or not appreciating what they have. Like, do you ever find yourself basically wanting to murder everyone? Cause I've been kind of in like a, a, a little bit of a murdery couple days where I just, I never felt like that before. People would always ask me like, you're so positive. Like you're so like, look at you. you know, do you ever get angry at people? And I'm like, no, everybody has their own path. And you know, I was like that too. And and like now all of a sudden in the last couple of days, I've been just like, I want to murder everyone because they don't appreciate it. Do you ever feel like that? You ever, you ever run into people or you ever? Yeah, I just, I, I've always tried not to surround myself by negativity, you know, whether it's bad conversations or bad attitude, you know, I, I either try to change the conversation real quick or just try to, you know, kind of separate myself from it. Um, yeah. You know, since I've gone public with my, you know, my journey and stuff like that. And and the reason I really wanted to is, you know, to spread awareness about male breast cancer and stuff like that. And and also, I didn't want people to feel awkward around me, you know, to come up and talk to me about it, you know, or uncomfortable, you know, because I've been fortunate. I've built a lot of friends, you know, in this world through, you know, athletics and now fishing and, you know, being a teacher and, you know, doing all kind of stuff. And and the last thing I want people to do is, you know, be awkward or not come up to me and talk to me or ask me about it and stuff like that. So the more upfront I can be about it, I think the better. You know, we all go through tough times and aspects in our life, you know, whether it's a disease, you know, whether it's physically, mentally, 
you know, all kinds of tragic family stuff, you know, whatever it can be, we all go through something in our life. So totally. if we can help other people build strength and, you know, get through those tough times, I mean, it's just, it just makes the world a better place. Oh my God. You're just so, listen to you. Man. You're the real deal. You're the real deal. I know. And it like, for if anyone else is like, is this person for real? He is for real. He is really like this. I can vouch. And that's why I was like, I got to talk to him. Um, that's such a great, you know, that's such a great, uh, such a great perspective and right. Just a great reminder to all of us that like, you can't judge people. You don't know what they're going through. Just like people would see me and be like, they don't know what she's going through. They don't know what you're going through. Like they don't know the day, the day you had today. So for those of you that, that weren't following Zach, you should follow at Zach Yarbrough outdoors, mainly because like, he's just always super happy. And like, we'll talk about fishing in a second. Um, but yeah, there's just, it's a really awesome feed of fun videos and like, you catching basically like manhandling what I think are giant sharks or whales. You call them fish, but they're like, his videos are insane. Follow them. Um, but uh, what, you know, I, I can guess, but uh, you know, I talk a lot about kind of car paying the shit out of life. Right. And you know, you talk about it in your feed too, about being grateful and every day is a good day. Right. And taking that 24 hour period and being like, it's about maximizing moments and focusing on the stuff that matters, which I talk about as, you know, gratitude, human connection and joy. Um, and then going and like, you know, leaning into the things that bring you bring you joy and like light you up. And I'm assuming, you know, fishing and being on the water is how you carpe the shit out of life. Would you agree yeah, with that? Just, yeah, it's just kind of my religious experience almost you know any morning you can wake up in the woods and you see the sunrise or you're on the water and see the sunrise you know just those few couple minutes you know when the sun comes up and the sun comes down is my favorite time of the day you know that's kind of my alone time i like to find a place where i can just sit down and reflect and uh you know kind of appreciate those those aspects and you know there's just so much out there in life that i still want to do and accomplish and it's not going to happen if I'm sitting around, you know, bitching and complaining about, you know, the stuff I want to do rather than getting up and going to do it and figuring out a plan to make it execute and then charging. Right. And like, I'm sorry, but like freaking sports, man. Like that's, you know, I, I ask because I don't want to assume, but <laughs> at least for me, that kind of athlete mindset, that warrior mindset that, I think both you and I have, um, that for me was honed, you know, on the courts, on the fields, later on the trails. Like that I, I feel like, you know, regardless of where I am physically and right now I can't, I can't run. I can't do the stuff that I normally want to do, but I'm reminded that that athlete mindset is independent of, what we're physically able to do right like it's about it's about that determination and that grit and that resilience and that you know you got to do shit you don't want to do and you got to some days you got doubles and you're like this is the pits you know but at least you've got a team around you you know and i know both you and i i think are super grateful and lucky 
um, to have the support systems that we both have, which in my experience yeah. has been so clutch. Um, yeah, having, having, you know, the support systems, you know, family, friends, stuff like that, you know, just, you know, means the world. So, yeah. How, um, how have, but, how is your team? Cause I consider them your team, right? How, how have your team, like, how do they support you and, and kind of help you through this whole situation? Um, there's just so many ways it's, you know, just little, little encouragements, you know, every now and then, you know, um, you know, just little pick me ups and it's just love and support, you know, has really blown me away. And it, you know, it, it helps me, you know, keep fighting every single day. And, uh, and it's just something I'm very thankful for, very lucky for and appreciative. And, uh, you know, just a support systems, everything for people, you know, battling like we are. Totally. And then totally. with, like you were saying with sports earlier, I mean, the whole mindset is very true. Um, you know, when I first got diagnosed, you know, just talking with my dad, you know, he was thinking about it, you know, we were talking, he was like, just thinking about it, you know, it's just like another sports injury, you know, you got to have a little surgery, you're going to be out for six months, eight months, you know, a year. You got to do your rehab, you know, rehab, eight months of chemo, you know, three months of radiation, you know, which is the same as going in, doing the same thing, you know, sports-wise, you tore your ACL, you know, or something like that. So just kind of having that mindset, you know, I'm doing it every single day to get better, to hopefully get back to doing what I love. So. And it seems like, so when did you, uh, when did you wrap with, with treatment? Um, what, what, how long have you been sort of out of active treatment? So I started, I had my radical mastectomy last July, and then I started chemo in September, and I did chemo for eight months through the end of February, and then I took four weeks off just to kind of let the body heal, yep. uh, got out in the water as much as I could, and then, uh, and then I did uh, almost three months of radiation. Every day? And, so so I yeah. just gets, yeah, uh, every gets, day. Pretty, yeah, ripped, I mean, gets I was, pretty ripped up, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, that was... That was really, you know, surprising to me, you know, I mean, just you, everybody's body's different and you don't know what to expect, you know, but the radiation was, you know, much harder on me and, you know, especially the, you know, it's a full-time job, you know, you're going in every single day for a couple hours and, and then that last couple of weeks, I mean, it's just brutal, but you got to do what you got to do. So, I mean, just. Did you, did you do a countdown calendar of your exes on the final days when you were like, when is this over? I kind of, I, I would just try not to think about it. You know, I knew it was kind of like a daily routine. I had to go in and get it done, you know, and just. And then I knew after a couple of weeks, I was starting to get down to the end point and stuff like that. So, you know, then really started kind of asking the doctors, you know, timing wise, and then started hopefully trying to plan out some fishing trips surrounding that. So, you know, fishing, just salt water cures a lot of stuff. So. Hey man, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm kind of, as I said, I'm a, a bit landlocked right now in Colorado, but uh, I'm doing, I'm doing what I can to figure out how to get, get myself uh, back in the water because yeah, I, you know, I think nature heals, right. You talked about it. Um, nature heals and and yeah like living in san diego for 10 years and being a terrible surfer but just getting out in the water and the salt water you know at times like almost every day that was like 
talk about talk about a shock to your system that just wakes you right up and gets you right connected to the source. Like, right. I, I get it. And and if for those of you that are going like, wait, I thought he fishes. I, he stays on the boat, and I want to be like, oh, he does not stay on the boat, my friend. This man is typically, it seems like the one who, uh, the the one who uh, gets, uh, I guess, volunteered to get in the water to basically lift like marlin and giant fish into the boat. Can you explain that to me? Yeah, like, yeah, part, well, I mean, yeah, part of my job, you know, with Pelagic and what I love doing is the underwater photography. And, yeah. you know, jumping in and, you know, swimming with the big bill fish and releasing them and, you know, just being in their environment and, you know, taking those shots that we need for catalogs and social media. That's that's my true passion. You're in the water. You're in the element. Once you get in the water, it's the rest of the world just goes silent, which is amazing. And it's just you and that fish together. And I mean, it's something I can't explain. I mean, it's it's nuts. People call me crazy, but I think it's pretty normal. <laughs> Yeah, again, if you guys don't follow Zach, <laughs> Zach Yarbrough Outdoors, I'm going to post about him, but check out his feed, follow him. Um, it's just, it, it's been incredible for me to be like, wait, why is a fisherman getting in the water? Like, you know, none of this, I, I didn't understand any of it, but what a magical, awesome experience to be able to go do that um, and and be like one with, with an animal like that under the water. It's it looks awesome. I'm in and I'm coming to see you in Florida. Um, awesome. So, so Pelagic, so let's talk, uh, let's talk giveaway. Um, I'm super bullish. Uh, we're going to have to definitely promote <laughs> the crap out of this episode to make sure, especially all your people um, uh, enter to win. But uh, we think we're going to tell, tell us what, uh, Tell us what uh, what you think we're going to end up giving away. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll put together a little, you know, pelagic prize package. You know, we'll put some hats in there, some visors, some T-shirts, you know, all kinds of little goodies. Uh, yeah! You know, every, everything we make there is, you know, for the lifestyle on the water. So whether you fish, you go to the beach, you know, it's all made for sun protection, you know, lightweight material, and, you know, you can't go wrong. So it's uh, – I'll put together a good, you know, a nice healthy package, you know, for the winter, and uh, we'll take yeah. care of them for we love free shit. Who doesn't love free shit? Yeah, I, I love winning. And also, like, what, what, like, I love winning stuff. Um, so, for those of you who are like, okay, I know uh, Allison gives away something during every episode, and usually I have people just put it in here um, because I think in this weird time slot, we don't have a ton of people that are here live. What we are going to end up doing is both Zach and I are going to post on our separate uh, pages um, the giveaway uh, image that you guys are going to see and the details on how to win. Um, basically, how to win this pelagic freaking awesome um, prize pack, which is not limited to people who fish. This is about anybody that freaking loves yeah. to just live like there's no time to waste outside which I think probably our both audiences are right in that sweet spot. Um, I would think so. What you're going to do is you're going to follow Zach Yarbrough Outdoors. You're going to follow No Time to Waste Project if you don't already. And on either one of our pages, we don't care, on the giveaway post, you're going to tag a friend. So tag somebody else. Um, and you're going to put the hashtag No Time to Waste. Um, I'll put the giveaway uh, rules in there as well, but everybody's going to have until Thursday at midnight Eastern Standard Time to enter. And the winner is going to be announced Friday 
on the regularly scheduled No Time to Waste Live, which will be happening at 8 a.m. Uh, Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. Um, so I'm super stoked. Look to both Zach and myself to um, make sure people know about it. It's not going to be like a gimme, you know. You don't just get to, like, come hang out with us, and then you just put it in, and then you win. Uh, you're also, by the way, I don't know if you can see, Zach, some of the comments you're getting, but you have some big fans here. You've been you've been called well, the goats. Well, um, no. I'm AJ dot fishes. He he loves free shit, which is awesome. <laughs> Me too. Um, Brian uh, LSB said, "Been a soldier the whole journey, brother. God bless." Um, Atlanta H E A nine said, "But you're the most positive through it all." Like. Mm -hmm. You've got some people that are vouching, basically. Yeah, uh, I got a lot of great friends. Very fortunate. The support and love has just been amazing, and just you know, very thankful. Zach, what's what's um, what's one thing uh, you want people to know walking away from learning about your story, learning about male breast cancer, and driving awareness? Like, what's one thing you want them to know? You know, attitudes, everything in life. You know, when you every morning you wake up and your feet hit the ground, you decide what kind of day it's going to be. You know what? You decide whether it's going to be a good day, bad day, sad day, happy day. And, you know, so when you wake up in the morning, you know, just try to think positive. When those feet hit the ground, you know, just understand you're going to charge and make it a great day. And, you know, just live and appreciate every single one. Yeah. And I know today you went in for your first scan, right, since treatment, which – for anybody that's been through cancer, scanxiety is a real thing. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it was a you know a tough day without a doubt. You know, as you know, and you know, just going through the whole process, and then you know now just kind of sit around and waiting. You know, the the hardest part is the unknown. You know, once I know what I'm facing, I'm ready. To, I'm ready to fight. I'm ready to go after it. You know, do whatever I got to do to win. But until I know what I'm fighting, you know, it's just kind of keeping my mind off it, staying busy and, yeah. you know, just living. Yeah. yeah. The staying busy part, I know you and I just talked about before we hopped on, but when I've had um, my PET scan that was after the brain surgery that I came out of, um, that was a real scary couple days because we knew that the cancer for me had spread to my brain, um, but we didn't know where else it was, right? I didn't know the situation. So, I remember those couple of days leading up to that scan and getting the results and how, as I told you, I basically was like a Roomba, just like spinning and like bumping into things and just like trying to like at least be outside and hike and run. Like I couldn't run at that point, but just, I was just listening to podcasts, staying busy. Um, Cause it is, it's a, you know, we're human and I think you can stay positive, but um, if you're at all accepting the reality that's in front of you uh, of the situation, like, your your brain's going to go to the potentials and the possibilities, you know, which can be fucking scary. So yeah. um, we're going to send you a ton of strength and support. And right back at you. Thank you. You need it right now. Hey man, like in the next couple of days, you know, I'm, I want to check in. I want to hear how the, the scam went. And, you know, the reality is, is we don't know what's going to happen, but you've, you've been to hell and back already. And, it sounds like you've got the spirit and the support system to, to get through anything, you know? Um, so, uh, well, we're all in this together and we just need to support each other and, you know, just keep fighting and, you know, just be here together. Yeah. Awesome, man. Thank you for taking the time to do this. 
taking time off the water. You'll get, you'll no, get back to it tomorrow, right? I'm sure. So, well, hopefully in the next week or two. All right. Awesome. But, awesome. Thank you, Allison. It was my pleasure. Thanks, Zach. We'll talk to you soon, man. All right. Bye. Like, what a guy, right? He's real. He's a real person. He's not just like a crazy yeti, yeti Santa Claus, like optimistic, spiritual guy. Um, incredible guy. Uh, it was really fun to finally get to connect with him um, right before we hopped on live just so that we, he and I could say hi. But the questions I asked him were questions that I didn't want to ask him um, before. So I waited uh, to ask him live. Um, and yeah, he's just got a great spirit. And he had that PET scan today. And I'll be sending him a lot of strength and support over the next couple of days. Um, happy to hear, though, that he knows how to get into nature and be in the outdoors and find things that will help him feel grounded and connected and part of something bigger. Because uh, at least for me, that uh, that sort of quest right now is really helpful. Um, because if not, I feel like many people have thought about with COVID and the pandemic, like, what's it all for? What am I doing here? Right? What's this all about? Um, so uh, I just think he's, I think he's awesome. And I'm super stoked to give away stuff. I, I did <laughs> make sure with him ahead of time. I was like, now we can't give away a bunch of stuff that's like very specific to people that fish. I was like, because we have a broader audience here. And really this is about people that enjoy the outdoors. And we want to just give gear that anybody would love. So it cannot be very fishing specific. So I'm very confident that Zach will be curating a fantastic giveaway pack, which he thinks is going to be worth probably a little over $200 of pelagic freaking gear, which secretly I kind of want to be like, well, I want like, I want like a SPF, like wicking shirt too. But I guess it would be wrong if I entered the giveaway. So um, look for me to post tonight and Zach to post tonight uh, information on the giveaway. You're going to follow him. You're going to follow me on either one of our accounts. You're going to end up basically tagging a friend uh, and putting in hashtag no time to waste. Um, and I will announce the winner on Friday's show. So uh, just a couple more minutes on Friday's show. We're going regular time, 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern time. I'm going to be interviewing <laughs> freaking Gina Lucrezzi who does not have cancer, um, and uh, but is a fantastic embodiment of everything that No Time to Waste is about. She's the founder of Trail Sisters, which has become this crazy grassroots movement that began uh, basically on Facebook groups pages, where it spread like wildfire, uh, fire, and, and Gina's mission was to basically get more women um, on the trails, uh, not just running, but hiking too. You can go to trailsisters.net um, to learn more about it. See if there's a Trail Sisters uh, group locally near you. And even with the pandemic, I've been on some socially distanced hikes and runs um, and it's awesome. So we're gonna interview her because she's just got a, another great freaking spirit um, and she wants to help people and this is how she's helping people. So um, super excited about Friday. Um, I've got a lot more exciting stuff also that's happening. Um, which is going to include a later time slot starting on Friday, uh, August 28th. Uh, I'll be interviewing uh, uh, Jackie, NC runner Jackie, who is like a freaking celeb in her own right. Um, uh, you can learn more about her and upcoming guests at no time to waste project.com slash show. I'm really grateful to have this platform right now because it's keeping me busy and it's giving me something to do. And it's introducing me to really amazing inspirational people who are 
living life like there's no time to waste. Um, and I love getting to share them now with the world. So uh, love you guys. Carpe the shit out of life. Enter the giveaway and I'll see you guys on Friday. Bye. Follow the crew on Instagram at no time to waste project or more at no time to waste project.com.